I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So it comes down to J.P. Crawford. First pitch swinging, line drive, he's done it. John Means has no hit. The Mariners and the Orioles mob him. The first no-hitter for the Orioles in 30 years. The first complete game no-hitter since Jim Palmer did it 52 years ago in 1969. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Well, that ends. John Means is an underdog. We were riding that. We told you yesterday, take Baltimore, take the Means over six and a half Ks. That's going to be over for quite some time. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. And now we get to hear Ross say, we get a no-hitter every oh single week. Oh, my gosh, a no-hitter. I can't believe it. That never happens. A no-hitter in baseball. Well, I can't wait till we talk about next week's no-hitter. It's going to be fascinating. Who's going to be next? I mean, literally, guys, is that five this year? I, three. Every time – I come on once a week, and we have a new no-hitter to talk about every week. Okay. I mean, if you want to diminish that accomplishment, that's fine. It was nearly a perfect game. The dude is a stud for the O's, what he's doing this season. But just disgusting. They've had three in the first 35 days. You're right. I think that's only happened one other time in Major League Baseball history. We're not going to continue to see three in a month, okay? It's not going to keep happening. I promise you that, Ross. Okay. Well, it's happening so far, and I think it, like, wake me up when some dude hits for the cycle, okay? Then I'll be interested. <laughs> All right, let's uh, welcome in our friend Ricky Sanders, daily uh, fantasy contributor for Elite Fantasy HQ at our Sanders DFS, talk some NBA, also some Major League Baseball. And Ricky, I want to start off with the association here. We've got uh, just over a week left in the regular season. How much are um, are you betting the NBA right now? And are you using motivation as any part of your handicapping at the uh, tail end? Absolutely. If you're not using motivation, you're doing it wrong. I mean, yeah. yesterday we saw Milwaukee open up as like seven-point favorites, which already looked a little weird. And if you followed it throughout the course of the day, all of a sudden, you know, end of the morning, they were three-point favorites against Washington, which just didn't make sense. I mean, what's going on there? They played the game the night before against the Nets team that, you know, I actually speculated that they should play that one like it's a warm-up for the playoffs. I know they just played the Nets, but because their seed is basically solidified, 
you know, they can play those games and they can take off games against some easier opponents at this point. Like, what's the point? And then yesterday, <laughs> no doubt, Chris Middleton ruled out middle of the day and Washington ends up covering. So really, I mean, you've got to look at the motivation. Washington had to hang on to their playoff seating. Um, yesterday, Memphis was playing a big game against Minnesota, who had been playing some good basketball. But Memphis needed to hang on to their playoff seating. So you absolutely... 100% right now need to be looking at motivation. Well, where's the motivation today? We've got uh, seven games on this Thursday card. Uh, what do you like? Well, this one, I mean, as always with the NBA, I have to caveat that the first injury report comes out at 1230. Um, we think we know things earlier in the day, and we really don't. So I have to caveat that. But looking at the standings with some teams that, you know, are, are on the card today, like Indiana, um, kind of hanging on to that nine seed in the play-in game. There's only about six games left for everyone. But theoretically, Toronto, Chicago, they could sneak in. Um, I think Charlotte's a little less motivated, but they're kind of on the edge as well. Memphis plays again today. They're kind of hanging on, you know, to an eight seed. They, they have the potential to move into a game that isn't a play-in game. The Lakers, they are definitely hanging on by dear life. They're the sixth seed right now with Portland slightly behind them. So there are some motivated teams. The problem with betting the Lakers right now is there's no LeBron. Um, so that's it's really hard to, to say they're very motivated and not have LeBron. And then your second best ball handler, Dennis Schroeder. So, I mean, I'm looking around for the motivation plays, but there's, there's nothing perfect tonight in my eyes other than maybe Indiana, but they're dealing with their own set of injuries. I mean, Miles Turner out for a while. So I don't think there's that perfect game tonight where we could just say, okay, I think this team's more motivated than the other. I think Washington, Toronto should be extremely competitive um, because both teams are, are extremely motivated there. Same with Charlotte and the Bulls, but there's no like, like yesterday, there were games where one team was clearly motivated and one team clearly wasn't. And I don't think we really have that today. Ricky, you mentioned the Lakers. Uh, I guess I'm curious either for the rest of the season or when you get into the people still betting on futures for the playoffs, where, what are you doing with the Lakers right now? Do you, do you have any belief that LeBron can come back and that they can still go on a run here? Yes, I mean, he's LeBron. And the problem is, is that we've already heard comments from LeBron, and this is so on LeBron, in my opinion, is he said he's not going to be 100% again. And I kind of wonder what that means, because he has that like killer mentality that we know from these superstars. So for him to already be making that excuse, uh, it just doesn't make sense. And I heard someone equate it to, you know, making the excuse that you didn't study for a test, because then, you know, if you ace it, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm just, I aced it. And then if you, if you fail, it's like, well, I didn't study. So, so why would I? So that seems to be the excuse that LeBron's going with here is that it's a win-win for him if he says this. So I wonder if he is a little bit more, you know, injured than we might think if he's starting to doubt himself or maybe he's just getting older. I mean, I certainly can relate to that, but hmm. just looking at it without those comments in, in context, like, I think this team, if they can get a 90% LeBron, is as competitive as anyone else. The problem is you got the Nets in the East if James Harden can come back. I think that's, you know, as tough of an opponent as they've had in years. So I'm, I'm on the Nets this season. 
but I do think that the Lakers should be there in the finals when all said and done. But I am concerned that LeBron's starting to doubt himself. All right, so I'm a I'm a Sixers guy. So why why are we still on the Nets? We're still on, we're still doing this Nets thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like I think Blake Griffin was an overrated addition. Obviously, Lamarcus Aldridge turned out to be one that didn't matter. It's just it's just you need to be able to score the basketball in the finals, and it certainly is nice to have three different options if one guy's having a bad night. And we've seen in the NBA that superstars matter. And I know two of these guys theoretically are defensively deficient, but we need to give credit to James Harden for stepping up the defense this season. Kevin Durant, we already know we, we have confidence in his defense. So Kyrie Irving is, is really the one concern here. And I mean, I think Irving we've seen, you know, be the second, third fiddle on some, some other damn good teams. And I think it just could work. So just having that additional guy and having an offense that can go out and get you you know, 115, 120, even against the best of defenses in the NBA, it, that means a lot to me. You've got the shooters around them, which is important on championship teams. We've seen teams be missing that. Joe Harris, Landry, Shamit have been stepping up while everyone's been out. I just think it's a pretty complete team. I mean, I'd love to see a center on this team. They, they didn't go out and get that. I think Nick Claxton can be a guy who's important in the playoffs, but you got Jeff Green who is a guy who can play some big minutes and step back and hit a 3-2. I just think it's a well-rounded team, and I think there's enough defense to keep them competitive. Ricky, I want to shift over to Major League Baseball. Ten games on tap today. Anything you like as far as sides or totals? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Atlanta's the one that I'm playing. And, you know, as a former Cub fan, I've seen the elders, <laughs> uh, John Lester and just what he has left in the tank. We got him coming back tonight. And behind him, we got a bullpen that is third to last in the league in both skill independent ERA and expected FIP. So, I mean, this is an Atlanta team that has not hit lefties so far this year, but I don't expect that to continue. I mean, there's way too much right-handed power. Ronald Acuna Jr., Marcelo Zuna, Austin Riley. You're telling me we're going to go through a full season and this team's going to be the bottom of the National League in hitting against left-handed pitching? I don't think so. And what you love to see against John Lester is even if you get like a, a bloop lucky single from one of these guys, you can run on John Lester all day long. You've got the speed in Ronald Acuna. You've got the speed in Ozzy Albies. Uh, I just think this is an overmatch and Drew Smiley hasn't exactly pitched incredibly well this year. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's a good pitcher. He's just someone who's got to avoid the home run ball. 
And if he can, you know, limit it to one to two homers, I feel pretty confident that this Atlanta team can go out and get it done against Lester in that horrible bullpen. Yeah, I love that. So we fade John Lester. As far as uh, daily fantasy, because we like to play the uh, pitching props, the strikeout props here. Uh, anybody that you like, because there's some aces on the bump today. Garrett Cole's going, Brandon Woodruff from Brewers. Anybody that you like today? So the one that I really like is one that I'm sitting by the computer and watching for it to come out is Andrew Heaney. Um, as a former Cub fan, we, we know Joe Madden. Um, so Joe Madden actually made some comments actually after that first game for Andrew Heaney that he was throwing too much of his off speed and actually ended up being his high mark so far this season in changeups. Like if you watch that game, his fastball was grooving and then he started throwing the changeup and it started getting hit. It just didn't make sense why I didn't stick with the plan. And since that time, the changeup rate has been way down. And if you look at his numbers, his two best games of the year were games that he did not use the changeup hardly at all. He just focused on his two best pitches, which were fastball slider. And I hope that's what he does tonight against Tampa Bay because this is a raised team that strikes out at a very high rate. 31.4% so far is the second highest of any team against left-handed pitching. So I'm looking for a Heaney six and a half, seven and a half K number. I hope it's six and a half, but that's pretty much an auto over bet for me. I think the change in, you know, pitch types is going to, it's going to help him in the long run. And I think this is a pitcher who should flirt with double-digit strikeouts against this Tampa team, even if they hit him. I mean, we saw a game earlier this week, Jose Quintana barely goes deep into the game, strikes out nine. I think that's a possibility tonight for Andrew Heaney. Uh, by the way, I did see, we can't bet it, Ricky, at least in our state of Illinois, but I did see a seven and a half pop at, uh, I believe it was BetMGM earlier. There we go. Okay. I, yeah, I so thought it would be on the over there. Gotcha. Yeah, it certainly makes a lot of sense. This is BetQL Daily with Ricky Sanders from Elite Fantasy HQ. Ricky, we've got about 30 seconds. If uh, you were jumping in the MLB futures market, is there anything that you would take a look at right now, awards or, you know, division? Yeah, I think Jacob DeGrom's injury only creates some some value there for his Cy Young. I mean, I was in the Jacob DeGrom for MVP market uh, before he got hurt. But I think, you know, he's expected to come back this weekend. He's the huge favorite. Yep. He should be like minus 250 right now. I'm, I'm hopping on that. Good stuff from Ricky Sanders. Follow him on Twitter at RSandersDFS. Coming up next, Eric Edholm from Yahoo will drop by to talk some NFL on the BetQL Audio Network.